I just got back from Hershey, Pennsylvania, where I attended the Pet Boarding and Daycare Expo, and it was awesome. So in this episode, I thought I would share some of my biggest takeaways from the event and share all of the experiences I had with you. It's time to become the overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. Yes, indeed. How are you doing? I am back. Spent the the week away. I was I was away at Hershey, and then I snuck away for three days with my family, which was awesome. And I'm just catching up on my sleep. My voice has slowly returned, and I'm feeling pretty recharged. So I just wanted to pause real quick and thank everybody who came out to the Pet Boarding and Daycare Expo, who chatted with me, said hi to me, attended my presentations, and just shared that experience with me. It was a lot, a lot of fun, and it was just so great to meet all of you guys. And one of the things that I guess I was kind of overwhelmed with a little bit is the amount of people that have been listening to the podcast. Um, I must have had so many people come up to me and say, oh, we, you know, we, we drove 10 hours to get here and we listened to you the whole time, you know, <laughs> which I think is a big ask of anybody. It's a lot of me. But just time and time again, uh, so many great people came up to me saying that they enjoy the podcast, that they've been listening, they've been getting a lot of value out of it. And all I can say to you guys is thank you. Uh, number one, thank you for listening. Thank you for you know trusting in me to, to help you in some way on your journey here. And thank you for letting me know um, that you're enjoying it, okay? Because that's what keeps me doing this, all right? I love doing it. I love talking, which is, I guess, pretty obvious at this point. But um, it's really about, you know, me trying to give as much value as I can to you. And it just means the world to me that you're enjoying it and it's uh, it's helping you in some way. So thank you for everyone um, who listens and especially you guys who came up to me and mentioned it over at the expo. I was very overwhelmed by how many people uh, you know, were saying that they really enjoyed the show. So thank you so much, everybody uh, who's listening. Um, before we get into some details about you know, what uh, what the show was like and, and my big takeaways from the event. Uh, you know, one of the cool things about the expo is I get to see people that I don't normally get to see. You know, I love Zoom. You know, I love chatting with people virtually, but there's nothing better than seeing people in person. And there's clients I've had for years that I've never met. And I was able to see in person and hug and chat with. It was just so amazing. I, you know, I love working with people, but to, to see you guys in person and to spend that time with you was the best, uh, the best for me ever. And I got to interact with a lot of other businesses and we have, two, as you know, we have two sponsors, long-term sponsors of this podcast, and I got to see them all in person there, which was also cool, including the guys over at Goose who are sponsors of this podcast that you're listening to right now. They were at Hershey. They um, they actually did a presentation, which I'll talk about in a little bit. They were in the expo. I had the pleasure of meeting up with them for dinner, and it's great. So uh, if you're not familiar with Goose, they are a new modern booking software 
four-year dog daycare and boarding facility. They're currently building out training and grooming, so they're going to basically have all services uh, you know, able to, to take care of them in their software. It's really cool. The reason I'm so excited about these guys, uh, besides the fact that they're just awesome people, um, and you know, I only like to associate myself with awesome people, so it's just great to connect with them and just getting to know them a little bit more at Hershey uh, just solidified why I love them so much. They're really dedicated to creating a better experience for both customers and owners in terms of their software platform. So it's really, it's going to be a, a game changer, I believe, because it's very, it's the latest technology. You know, it's it's the, the smooth engine that they have behind it. The user experience is so awesome. And Again, I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the presentations I did was about customer experience and how to improve your connection with customers. And this is just a prime example of achieving that is making, you know, removing the friction in the sales process, making it easy for people to do business with you and making it a pleasurable experience uh, for them to not only check out with you, but to give you more money. And that's what Goose does. It kind of creates this seamless booking engine to help them get the services they need uh, it's it's designed to make sure you can maximize revenue with all the stuff they do in the back end um, you, really a cool software I'm really excited about it and it was great to see them there so what I want you to do is head over to goose.pet if you have not checked them out yet and do a demo with them it, it's they're improving it all the time they have they shared with me they have this a team of I think 20 developers working you know round the clock on this software so it's very progressive they're moving very quickly but uh go over to goose.pet and check it out and if you mention fern guess what they're going to give you 250 off pretty damn cool all right it was great to see those guys um to meet them in person and to hear all the cool stuff that they have planned for you with this software it's pretty amazing and I want to thank them for always sponsoring and being supportive of the show. All right. Hershey had a lot of stuff going on. Now, what was cool to see a lot of first-timers there, you know, people who have never been to the expo, as well as veterans who we see time and time and time again. And, you know, I've been speaking at the conference, you know, almost every year for about five years, six years or so. And it's just been awesome to see people every year. You know, there's some familiar faces there who have sat in on my talks that we've shared a chocolate martini at the bar. Uh, it's just really, uh, it's an awesome community. And that's what I love about this industry is it's a very friendly community. And that's one of the big takeaways that I had is the community itself. So at the expo, I think there was about, uh, they said around over 800 people registered that showed up to, to hang out there. It's a lot of people. It's probably one of their biggest yet. This is definitely the biggest conference in this industry. And it's just, so, I'm always struck by how kind and generous people are. They're so willing to help each other out. Because, you know, when you're running, you know, a business, especially that's very specific, like a pet business, uh, other people around you, you know, you're immediate friends and family, they don't really understand what you're going through or what all this stuff means. So it's so nice to actually see people who know exactly what it's like. <laughs> they're, they're experiencing the same trials and tribulations. So there's that, that shared experience there. And everyone is so warm and friendly. You know, there's no, I find there's not a lot of people who are 
concerned about competitors. We're all about camaraderie and trying to help each other out. All right, and that's what it was really struck me. And I'm always uh, just, it makes me smile every time I go to these conferences, just see the people so happy to meet each other and, and share what's working and what's not working. And they're asking questions and they're making friends that'll last forever. So really, really cool uh, community of people. So if you've never been, I do recommend you put it on your list. And I think it's important to factor continuing education into your your year. So, I mean, book it out now that you're going to go to at least one conference. It's great if you can go to others if you have the ability, but I know it's sometimes tough. It's tough for me, you know, with kids and stuff to get away. So I have to be very, I have to choose my travel wisely. But definitely try to get to at least one of these conferences a year. Uh, Hershey is the biggest. Um, I love it because it's fall here in the Northeast. So it's a very cozy environment, big fireplace, you know, chocolate martinis. Uh, uh, it's just a really cool vibe. So I really enjoyed it. But m one of the big things is the reason is the people. So it's just so great. And I think the, the way the Hershey Lodge, which is where it takes place, is set up, they have that like big lobby area where the big fireplace is the bar and all these chairs and tables so it just like lends itself to people congregating all right so you're always willing to bump into people to see people there's a lot of places to hang out uh, so that's what i really like about the venue is there's plenty of space that you can sit down and chat with and meet some people and network and that's you know the the presentations were awesome i got to sit in on a few of them but i think as equal value, if not more, is the ability to network with your peers. Um, so it's really, really a good thing to do. Um, especially, it's why you don't. If some people feel awkward going there by themselves, or you know maybe they don't know anybody, I'm telling you, it's a very welcoming and friendly atmosphere. So you'll 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 have a lot of friends very quickly if even if you go there alone. So that's my my first thing is just the people. It's just great to see everyone there. I did make a mistake though. <laughs> I totally overextended myself and I got there two days before I had to even make a presentation and we did a mastermind. I scheduled all kinds of strategy sessions and stuff. I had meetings set up with different people and it was great. I really maximized my time there, but I was exhausted. Like I could barely keep my eyes open. And by again, by the time I even got a chance to speak, my voice was already strained. So I think I'm the next time I'm going to leave myself some some downtime, some openings in between there. So I'm not going so so full tilt, but I wanted to get as much out of it as possible. And I really think uh, I definitely did that. So uh, next time I'll just leave myself a little space to maybe, you know, do some impromptu meetings because I know there's a bunch of people that wanted to meet with me that I, you know, uh, that I couldn't fit in just because I had uh, my, my schedule was really packed. So definitely I'm going to going to learn from that next time and, and not schedule myself so so packed in there. So let me talk about some of the presentations that I did sit in on. Uh, number one, one of the reasons I like this expo in particular is I got to meet up with my buddy Dominic Hodgson. Uh, so Dominic and I, you know, met online uh, maybe a couple years ago, and I feel like you know we're just uh, very like-minded. We have the same stupid sense of humor. So as soon as I met him, I felt like we were good friends. We've known each other forever. So any chance I get to see him, he's over in the UK. Uh, it's always awesome. So it was, it was just so great to to have the time to hang out with him and I did get a chance to sit in on one of his presentations 
Um, he talked about the 11, the 11 ways to increase profits without increasing prices. And it was really interesting. You know, Dominic does a great job. He's a dynamic speaker, very funny. I love to hear about his chickens. <laughs> uh, so he really keeps it entertaining. And the value he provided was, was awesome. So he talked about all the different ways that you can... First of all, he did talk about pricing and how you can increase, you know, how increase pricing, how to do it, and, and how pricing, how you, you should be pricing your services, which I thought was very smart, you know. Everyone wants to generate more revenue. So even though the talk was about how to do without pricing, you know, it's kind of like we can't do that without first talking about pricing. So it was really well done, I think, the way he did that. But then he went into the 11 ways that you can go in there and increase pricing. And there was a whole bunch of different things. But one of which, which I think was his last one, was the one that I had uh, never really heard before. And I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And uh, I was speaking with him after we were, we were chatting about it. And I was talking about it like that. It was really impactful, I thought. And he had said he had got it from a book that I also just read um, by Alex Harmozy called $100 Million Offers. And I just read the book like um, probably, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks before Hershey. But I didn't kind of, I guess, really uh, absorb this particular part of it and he he was able to put it into action and articulate it really well and what it what he you know kind of took from the book which he kind of put into his presentation regarding daycare is when you have a new client start um one of the ways what typically is what we do is we just say okay we give them like a free day or whatever and then we say okay yeah when you know do you want to come one day a week do you, when do you want to come and we kind of let the consumer the the client decide when how how often and what they're going to when they're going to bring their dog. But he had this idea about flipping it. So your initial offer, you know, because here's the thing, they don't really know what's what they need or what they want. They don't know what's best for their dog because they didn't see them in daycare. You did. And I think a lot of times you also don't get a real sense on what the dog is like. And, you know, they take a couple days to kind of get used to the environment before they really show kind of their real behavior in daycare. So I think you need a couple days to really assess, you know, what the dog is really like and determine, you know, might be what the what's best for them within the environment. So what Dominic's idea was is like you your first offering is not just come whenever you want. It's like, okay, um, when we have new dogs, this is how we do it. New dogs have to come for five, you know, so that you make them by five sessions. Okay, and you don't have don't have to do it like in a week, so you're not going to make them do five in a row. They could do maybe two, I would say, I would probably recommend twice a week. So they're coming for like two and a half weeks. Uh, so what you're doing is, and you're, so you have to buy that. So whatever it is, say it's, and you give them a little, maybe you give them a discount. I would definitely give them a discount off your normally daily rate. So whatever it is, you know, uh, let's just for easy numbers, let's just say it's like 250 bucks for those five sessions and, or maybe 200 bucks for the five sessions. And uh, they they pay for that, and that's that's so you can assess the dog and see how they're doing because you need some time. So it gets them to make a commitment a little bit early on. They're paying for five sessions instead of just oh I'll just come once and just dip my toe in. You're getting them, you're help training them to come more, and you have the luxury of getting more time with the dog. And then at the end of those five sessions, you can make an educated prescription, all right? You're the expert. They're not. So you could say, wow, based on what we see here, your dog is super hyper. He's very playful. 
He really, uh, you know, just blended in here right away. For him, we would probably recommend, you know, two to three days a week or whatever it is, you know. Then, or you could say, you know what, this guy's a little shy. He's a little, um, slightly overwhelmed by this environment a little bit. I recommend he comes on our slow days, so maybe Monday and Friday, and I would start him out as half days, and then we'll move him, well, you know, as he adjusts. So, but basically, you are positioning yourself as the expert and giving them a prescription. So. I like this for a lot of reasons uh, because I think it's good for you because you're getting a little bit more income from the get-go, helping train the staff, I mean helping train the clients to come more often and you're able to then get to know the dog a little bit and the thing is you, you make an educated guess of what would be best for the dog. So you're trying to do what's best for the dog always, you know. So. You're not going to give everyone and say, hey, uh, we recommend you come five days a week. No, it's what's best for the dog. And I think we all know that. That's why we're doing this. So then you can make a prescription. And I think they're more likely to listen to your prescription after you've had the time and you've positioned it that way. Like you're the experts. We're going to assess the dog over these next five days. And then we're going to give you, we're going to meet with you and we're going to tell you what we found. I think it's a much more collaborative process and it positions you as an authority where they're more likely to listen to you know, what you recommend. So I loved that. And it's just so funny that I read the book and, and I, <laughs> I guess in my, uh, the, the manic thing of trying to absorb all content and stuff, I got to go back and reread everything. That's why I love to reread books over and over again, uh, that I really like and value because, you know, sometimes you miss something the first, first run through. So Dominic read that immediately had this aha moment and shared it with us. And so I really thought that was that one piece alone was awesome. And that's the thing about these conferences. You kind of get like a fire hose of information, take tons of notes, uh, like your notebook is filled, your mind is swirling. And sometimes just like, you know, me reading that book where I had tons of ideas and I'm, I'm looking at the book next to me right now. And I have all these tabs that I bookmarked in the book. There's probably like 15 different tabs I've bookmarked in the book. Those are great. But unless I go back in there, read them again, and then take the time to implement them, it's pretty useless. It's like I didn't even read the book. Um, so it, I think it's important when you go to these conferences, you take all this information in, but then right after you're done, you get home, or if you're on the flight, if you're on a flight on the way home, or when you get back, you take an hour, and you reread your notes, and you pick one or two things, and you implement them immediately. Okay, it's important to take action immediately. All right, that is the key or else this is useless. And that brings me to something else I noticed. And that's about the action takers out there. Okay, this stuff is useless unless you take action. And I saw people taking action in real time. So some of the people I was hanging out with a bunch during that week was Allison Jacobs and her husband and Kristen, her trainer. And uh, they were uh, they were awesome. It was just so great. They're such great people. And but they are doing such cool things. Um, you know, Kristen and Allison over there at Scouts Honor. And um, I got to hang out with them quite a bit. And I got to watch them. I sat in on some con some of the sessions with them. You know, I was sitting next to Allison. I think in one of them, she's got her laptop out. She's taking notes. And then she would immediately take action on stuff. Like that night, she would go back and take action. The next day, she was like, Oh, I just implemented this, and it's already going well, and everything. Like that kind of speed of implementation is unbelievable because that's what's going to stop you a lot of times is the delay. Uh, the longer you wait between learning something and implementing something, the less likely you're going to do it and maybe the more you're going to forget about it. So 
that's why I say pick some things to implement right away. But it was cool to see people taking action right there in the moment. They weren't waiting. And Allison was one of those, those people. Also, uh, Kelly of Perfect Pooch, who was a client of mine. It was so great to, to be able to, to hang out with, with Kelly and Kevin of Perfect Pooch, who have been a client of mine for a while, just to see them in person and hang out. I sat in on a, on a couple of presentations you know, with Kelly, and I met with them in between, and they are doing the same thing. They and they're one of my favorite clients because they take action on stuff. I'll say, hey, you know, this is what I this is one of the things I recommend. This is cool, and they're immediately taking action. They'll come back the next week and say, hey, we did that, Fern. We did that. So it was so cool to see them putting stuff together in real time, working on their business while they were there. So I think it's important when you're getting all this knowledge. That's half the battle. The second half is taking action. All right, so make sure if you were there, you've got that notebook. Don't let it just sit on the bookshelf. All right, I want you to take some time out, go through it. Or maybe you went to one last year and you've done this. You've forgotten about the notes you took. And go back, take an hour, get away, go to a Starbucks, lock yourself in your basement. I don't know. Just get some quiet time. Figure out one or two things that you need to implement right the hell now. All right, let's make it happen. Action is what's going to get stuff done. Even imperfect action is better than no action. All right, so don't wait till it's all, you know, taking everything's all like polished and perfect. One presentation I sat in on, which I really enjoyed, was uh, the one from Drew. And I'm going to really probably butcher your name, Drew. I apologize. Uh, Brink Otter? Brink Otter? Sorry, Drew. Uh, <laughs> my apologies for that. Uh, and Drew's with one of the guys with Goose. And he did a presentation about what we can learn from Rover and WAG. And I thought it was really interesting because it's important to, to understand what's happening in to consumers, you know, dog consumers everywhere, not just ones using our daycare. But what about the people using the competitors to, you know, to boarding and doing daycare with us, you know? And those, that's Rover and Wag, which are growing at a phenomenal rate. So Drew did a really good job of kind of highlighting um, the statistics because it's a public, those are publicly traded companies. There's a lot of data that we can get from that publicly. So he went through it and he, he knew the numbers, talked about the statistics and stuff and gave things that we can learn from that data that we can incorporate and use to make our, our own businesses better, which I thought was just brilliant. Um, really, really cool seeing the data and then seeing the action steps that we can take. One big takeaway from from his presentation, and I don't know the specific statistic, but I believe it was around 37% let's say 30 to 35, 37%, I think he said, of all bookings for Rover and WAG, 37% of, or one of them, I forget which it is, but came overnight, okay? That means outside of business hours. So, you know, from like 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. Okay, that was a huge percentage of people that are booking overnight. And it just shows if your business cannot take reservations, if people can't book their boarding stay online, first of all, they need to be, you need to let people book online. All right. That's, we have to, the problem I think with the dog daycare industry is we are so far behind technology wise as other industries. This technology is available. We are a very digital, you know, um, community at large, you know, the population of the human population, really. So, and that's where everything is going more and more digital. 
You need to make it easy for people to give you money. Okay, you got to remove friction from the sales process and make it super easy for them to book and to pay. That means they need to be able to do it online by themselves. And also, it doesn't require you either. Okay, you don't need someone there at the front desk. So that's where the, the software can help us because WAG and Rover have software where people can book any time of day on their schedule and they can just book it in. And it shows that like one third of the bookings are coming overnight. And if you're not allowing them to do that, they may go someplace that has that capability. So you need to embrace technology and make sure that you're making it easy. Stop removing the barriers for people to give you money. All right. To me, that was a huge statistic. So just making sure that people can book online and 24-7 can greatly increase your revenue just by doing that, changing nothing else in your business. All right. To me, that was huge. It was giant. Um, and I'm really excited for the future as you know all the software kind of catches up to what's really available out there. So uh, really cool. So those are the, the, the two presentations I was able to sit in on was Dominic's and Drew's. I did hear some great things about uh, my buddy Phil Paris. Uh, he was on last the last podcast. I got to hang out with him, which was great. But I heard his his presentation was awesome. Everyone's telling me how funny he is, but I knew that. Uh, Phil's a funny guy, so definitely worth checking out whenever he um, is presenting anything. But there was a lot of other great speakers out there. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, to sit on any others because I was so overbooked. But I know there was a lot of great ones out there. So anybody else, if you've got some takeaways from the Hershey uh, Expo, do me a favor, head over to the Dog Daycare Think Tank Facebook group, which is free. If you're not a member of it, join. It's an awesome community. We had a, a chat going in there so everyone can hook up and meet up. And it was really, really a fun way to kind of just get to network. And, and it was so cool to see everyone from the Think Tank there, as well as my inner circle. I saw a lot of inner circle people there. It was just great to see everybody in person so it was awesome so thank you guys everyone who came out to Hershey and uh, you know went to my presentations there are two presentations I did I did one on getting found online in search engines uh, kind of search engine optimization stuff and then I did another one on increasing your customer loyalty and I talked a lot about creating a stronger connection with your customers as well as creating an unbelievable experience that turns them into raving fans. Uh, so it was fun, and I had a good time at both those presentations. Uh, so thank you guys if you came out to Hershey and said hi to me and sat in on any of my talks. And if you didn't come, try to make it a priority to come next year, at least, like I said, to at least one conference per year. I think it's a good way to recharge. Also, by the way, it's awesome to step away from the business for a couple days. All right, That's healthy, and you need it. And sometimes just stepping away from the business gives you a fresh perspective on things so that you can come back stronger and better for your business. So do me a favor, make it a priority. I know we have uh, ones coming up. Uh, the, the West Coast show in Vegas is happening again in May. I think it's a little later in May this year. I'm hopefully going to try to make it out for that one. And I know the IBPSA one, which is always in September, is now moving to Arizona. So that'll be fun as well and there's others out there you know in addition to these are just the bigger ones that are out there right now but don't forget i have my own 
coming up. Don't forget that. The Overdog Business Retreat is coming up in April. It is going to be epic. I promise you. And I have a couple of spots left. All right. So if you're listening to this and you want to really recharge and move your business forward, talk about taking action and going deep, that's exactly what's going to happen at the retreat. It is an awesome location. I rented a big, giant Airbnb mansion in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's taking place in mid-April 2024. It's, it's a small group of people. We're going to get really close. We're going to get to know each other. Um, I've got uh, the guys from Goose are coming. The great people over at Live Oak Bank are going to be there to uh, you know help out and to share and network with you guys. I think it's going to be amazing. This is going to be the first one. I plan on doing this every year, and I'm really uh, excited about it, and I am I want you to be there, but there's only a couple spots left, all right? And the price is about to go up as well. So go over to overdogdigital.com. You'll see in the menu bar, the retreat section. Um, hop on there. I would love you to be a part of it. It really is going to be cool, and I'm so, I'm so passionate about it and positive it's going to be a great experience. If you... If you go for it and you don't enjoy it and it's not what you thought, I'll give you all your money back. How about that? How about that for a deal, all right? You don't like it. If you don't think it's it's everything I'm saying, afterwards, you just shoot me an email and I will refund all your money. How does that sound? Can't go wrong. Nothing to lose. All right. I hope to see you there. I hope to see you at the next conference. Thank you guys so much for enjoying the podcast and listening. I appreciate you. Go out and make it an epic day and I hope to see you again real soon. If you'd like some help with your own digital marketing efforts, just reach out to me at overdogdigital.com forward slash contact and we can schedule a time where we can get together, chat, and see if I would be a good fit to help you out.